Welcome back to the People Who Teach podcast. We are thrilled to have you here. And we are even more thrilled for the feedback that we've been getting about this podcast. Thank you so much to all of you that have been sharing your kind words, your comments, and your feedback. It means the world to us because it helps us continue to focus on the right things for our audience. And thank you for everyone who has been sharing this podcast. Uh, We appreciate that support as well. Please keep it up. In today's episode, we welcome our first guest. We are thrilled to welcome Tyler Tarver. He has so much to offer the K-12 educational uh, setting when it comes to the impact and use of technology with utility. Uh, When it comes to higher education, he has deep thoughts about how we can structure our time and better serve our students. He is also a parent and has a wealth of experience to share with all of you. Enough about me sharing him, uh, his information. You need to just dive into this episode and absorb everything that Tyler has to offer and also check him out on his channels and through social media. He shares and posts in the most generous way uh, possible. And there are so many tools that you can take from what it is he shares and share them with your colleagues or bring them to your campus. So enough from me. Welcome to the episode. Let's dive in. All right. Welcome to People Who Teach, a podcast about the habits, beliefs, and ideas of real people who teach. My name is Brian Seppi one of the hosts, along with my talented colleague, Mr. Andrew Stella. And today we are excited to bring the man in the middle. His name is Tyler Tarver. Hello, everybody. So happy to be here. Um, So thankfully, you guys have let me join you. (laughs) Thank you so much. That's a great way to start. Listen, listen, we've been on for only 10 minutes and we're already cracking up over here. So thanks, man. That is a great start. And, and I think uh, Tyler sent us a Google calendar invite. It was like the teacher, the TikTok teacher trifecta. Mm-hmm. So this this is it right here. This is, this it. is what this is what the people want. They don't know they need it, but they want it. Even though they don't know they want it, they need it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what I've always said. I've been saying that for years about us three. See, there you go. The TikTok teacher trifecta. And, All right. So Andrew's going to get us started today and yep. um, <clears throat> we are thrilled and we'll, we'll get into this. We'll have a, a nice conversation uh, with Tyler and um, I'm sure you're going to walk away with a ton of information and resources uh, and links that I think can impact you and the colleagues you serve on your campuses. So this is going to be pretty great. Definitely. So like, I know we all see each other on TikTok in these like 15 second, you know, 30 second videos. But um, like, tell us a little bit about like how you got into education, all that. Oh, sweet. I would love to. If I go too long, y'all just start doing the Oscar wrap it up thing. And I'll like just start playing music behind me and I'll walk off stage left. Um, so whenever uh, whenever I was in college, I was a history and political science major because I like those classes. I uh, wasn't even education. I just did it. And I was like, I like these. They're fun. And people are like, what are you going to do with it? And I'm like, well, I'm going to be Indiana Jones, obviously. Uh, well, Shia LaBeouf got that job. I didn't get it. By the way, he tanked. I would have been better. Not better, but lasted longer because I wouldn't have quit for the money, obviously. And so then applied for a master's program, started teaching high school math as all, you know, history and political science majors do. Uh, taught math for a while, put a bunch of those videos on YouTube back in like 08. Uh, did it to help my students and help them grow in uh, some unique classroom environments that I had. Then I became a director of technology, principal of a school with online blended and in-person learning back in 2013. Doing 2020 before 2020 was cool. Um, that's what we were doing. And uh, and then went to central office, director of curriculum instruction. Now I work for a college, I'm dean at a college and help students work with K-12 schools, make resources for teachers and do TikToks where I scream at my phone in my office and wake my kids up. So that's the me and uh, summarize. And then I've also attended schools of students. So I'm actually finishing up my doctorate. And I'm only saying that because it's a lot of work and I want to brag about it every moment I can. And that's all I've ever cared about is trying to get praise from others. Right. Uh, we, uh, we appreciate the, the humble, the humble brag uh, is, is, a, is a fine thing here on this show. That, that is perfectly acceptable. Um, you mentioned kids. So um, just real quick, uh, how many kids and, and how are, are they in a, uh, a structure now where it's hybrid, a mix of both maybe? Um, and how's that going when it comes to, to parenting? 
Oh man, it's good questions, man. This is hard. Man, I'm about to, I'm tearing up right now, man. You're getting my heart straight. Uh, I'm kidding. I do like my kids though. Most of the time. So I got, I got three kids. I got a 10, eight and four, four year olds preschool. So like, I mean, he's learning, but he's also watching a lot of TV and, you know, playing with toys. Uh, the other two, they are, they're in person, but it's like, Fridays are virtual, so they don't go in on Fridays. And then there's times where they'll go home if like it's their class or if there's a kid in their class that got COVID. And so it's like the district is very good about being preventative and also just being very aware. They keep track of it really well. They take it seriously, even though we are in person. Because I like I think the a lot of times we tend to think, especially because I'm I'm in Arkansas, and so you know people have assumptions about Arkansas. And if you go in person, people think that you're just kind of like willy nilly, but they're taking it really serious. And uh, like they were out all last week because I think there was a couple teachers that got it. So the entire building was out. It's the first time it's happened this year, but whole building was out this week. And then today and tomorrow, they, they're out some cases in the ice. Ice is crazy, man. Y'all got ice? Y'all, y'all up north. Y'all got ice all the time. Y'all don't care about snow. Yeah, we're in western New York. So we're right on the lake. And uh, we've been in a deep freeze for a long Andrew, you just did that TikTok yesterday about the deep freeze in your car. Yeah, my kids' toys <laughs> were freezing in my car. They got like those little water bottle things. And they're just, they're freezing. You know, it's cold. Yeah. Um, and like, so you were talking about like technology, right? In, two, in 2013. Like right now, you know, I was getting into tech, you know, at first they showed me Google and I was like, no, no, I need Microsoft Word. And then like all of a sudden it started changing, you know, a few years ago and I was ready for 2020. Like how have you seen like education change, different platforms, like everything that's been flowing around right now? That's a great question. Um, I, I was going to leave it every time. Uh, that's a great question. So, you know, when I was teaching my first four years, I was like no tech, none. Like my my principal tried to get me to get a Promethean board forever. And I was like, I don't need your stinking Promethean board. I, got, I was like, give me a marker, give me a wall. And these kids are going to learn some math. Like that's all I need is back to the earth, you know, dry race border. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then my last year in the class in like a K twelve classroom teaching, I got one iPad and I was like, I'm so dumb. This is incredible. Like I have one iPad and I was hyped. Like teaching, sit down. We at the end of class, they're good. We do fruit ninja competitions. Like it was it was so much uh, of an engagement strategy, even with one. And yeah. so uh, did that, and then got the tech. And you like, how did you have one iPad and you got a tech director job? at a district. Well, it's because I was doing all that YouTube video stuff on the side and I was leaning into kind of that online instructional video kind of before it really ramped up. Um, and so I was doing that and that helped me get in the room. And then after that, I had, I learned Google and I used Google. I started out with, remember iTunes U, rest in peace. Mm -hmm. Y'all remember yeah. that? One? Oh, yeah. So I, first conferences I ever started speaking at, I was doing iTunes U and I realized after a couple of years, nobody's using this and nobody cares. And yeah. so, or it, like, and I, I, Apple in, in their, in all fairness, Apple wasn't really leaning into it and they've dropped it and they've moved on to some other stuff. But I started looking at Google and then I had to use it as a principle. And that's where I really started learning it is because I had to, it's like, even, I mean, think of the, the pandemic, like people were decent at technology. And then when you had to use technology for everything you did, I bet everybody's like skill sets just went up exponentially because you have to use it. And I had to use it as principal because of the collaboration and then the revision history because people were always screwing up my docs. So I'm having to like go back to other versions and like I just had to use it. And it was out of necessity, really. So, hey, Tyler, you mentioned uh, sort of being well, uh, I'll dub it as being early when it came to putting videos for your kids um, out there on YouTube that felt like it was like you were early. Did you feel like you were early? Did you know you were early in that? Or were you just legitimately using it for the utility of like, this is going to have a profound impact because I can't see another way. And YouTube seems to be ramping up. I mean, obviously it wasn't to make like, you weren't at that time. You weren't saying like, man, this is a, my way to get monetized is to put my lessons out there. Like what was your purpose then? Oh, cash money all the time. <laughs> like, I was rolling up in Best Buy parking lots. I was like, yo, here's my mixtape, 10 bucks. Got geometry on this mug. Check it. You know, it was great. No, I'm just kidding. Right, right. Um, no, I, uh, I, no, they weren't monetizing at all. I didn't get monetized till, I want to say it was like five years in. 
to YouTube. And it's because I had like a video that was on Tosh.0. Oh. Do you remember that show? Mm-hmm. Remember Tosh.0? Oh? Yeah. So I had a couple of clips on Tosh.0 oh, and the video took off and that's how I got monetized for the first time. It was back when it was like super selective. Um, and then, but anyway, so my math videos, that was on my, I called it my other channel. And now it's like double my main channel um, because nobody cares about me trying to be funny or my family. They just want me to tell them how to do technology stuff uh, or math. <laughs> so I uh, I started doing it out of necessity. I taught one class period at what we call our ALE, Alternative Learning Environment. It's for students that may struggle in a traditional classroom. And I would drive over to that building and teach one class period a day. And I'm teaching like four different maths at one time. And so I was like, okay, well, I can teach algebra one, the first half of class, teach algebra two, the second half of class, but then the geometry students have time to teach them. So what I started doing was I would record myself on my camera and in my classroom, you know, in my prep, and then I would upload them to, do y'all remember, I think I have one. This is, sorry, this is a pod. If, this, if you're listening to this with audio, this is going to be a super terrible part for you. I'll, I'll, cut, it, I'll cut it out and I'll make, I'll make it something uh, useful. <laughs> We're on with Good. Tyler Tarver. You remember these, the scrolly wheel? Okay. So we had a classroom set of these. And so I would upload a chapter at a time, a video on these for the students to watch. And they would like put headphones in and watch geometry videos on this little screen and like roll through. And that'll be more of a facilitator for them. And they could do this. I was like a 20, I'm sorry, not 20, I guess 2009, 2009 ish is when I started doing that. And then I was like, Oh, YouTube. I'll just start a burner channel, KD style, start a burner account, stick all my geometry vids on there. That way I don't have to constantly upload to like 10 of these every other week. So that's how I started doing it. And it was just out of necessity. When you were talking to people, were you just blowing their mind? Like when you were doing this in 2009, were they just like, oh, 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 look at this guy? You know, guys like people like you, would think that because you see the value in it. Most of them were just like, oh, it's on that that website thing. Because YouTube yeah. wasn't like popping yeah. off. You know, people didn't go there. If you want to watch a video, you turn on cable TV. And so it's like I was on there, but like the things that were popular on YouTube were like like the Lonely Island or, mm-hmm. you know, cat videos. And that's what everybody thought YouTube was forever. And so it's like I put it there and there was like, I mean, back in the day, there were some like OG math teachers that like I rem- like. I've met a few of them since then, like Yay Math, he's great, and uh, uh, what's his name, Jet Patrick JMT. There's like five mm-hmm. or six of us that like stuck a bunch on there. They're all way more successful than me on YouTube, so maybe you should have them instead of me on here. <laughs> but but they're probably hard to get a hold of. I'm like, yeah, I'll do. I'll do. Like, I love it. <laughs> I'm like, thank you guys. Um, so they're them. Like we all kind of had our videos on there, and you know, algorithms come and go. Like I've had videos. I had several that were popping off the first four or five years. Like I got one that's almost 2 million. I got several that are in like three, 400 thousands. And then the algorithm changed and it's like, you know, and it's, you know, you guys know education channels are different, especially math. Like there's a whole channel dedicated to history. We'll watch it for fun, but ain't nobody watching math channel. You know what I mean? So it's like you go there cause you have to not because you want to. So it's just a different environment and it was fun being on it. And, People usually thought it was weird, but it's whatever. I don't care. I did it to, to build up like calloused hearts because of the comments. That's why I did it so that I don't care if anybody makes fun of me ever because I've heard it a hundred times a day right. about my accent or whatever. It's so funny you say about the comments. So I've, I've gotten really good about, you know, responding to as many comments as I, as I can. <clears throat> but the ones that, you know, don't serve me, obviously, I don't I don't get into much of that debate. Like, you know, I'm not here to change your mind. You know, this is the thing that I'm presenting. If you find value, super. If there's no value for you here, um, you can keep scrolling and that's totally fine. Um, so I guess, you know, one of the questions that we have sort of on our, our list of, of questions to ask is, I like, I'm going to start with this question. I was going to end with it, but since you kind of described your timeline of being in all of these different roles, and I think you have so much to offer all of us as educators and to really get us thinking critically and you know, people can, we'll, we'll get to that at the end where people can follow you and really dive into your content. But like, what's one thing that you've really changed your mind about when it comes to teaching or learning or just the type of content that you're putting out? I like that because it's a question that we did a podcast on last week. And it's like, we went through the things that have changed our mind. And you know, we've, we've realized by having that conversation but there was a lot that we've changed our mind about, but it also pointed to all the growth that we've experienced. And I know it's probably hard to get it down to one thing, but homework obviously came up in the conversation. We've like, 
we both changed our mind about homework, you know, and, and things like that. And that's been a big, um, you know, point, but I guess, yeah. Like what have you changed your mind on when it comes to teaching? Well, that's, that's a good question. Um, I would say teaching and cause I do a lot of like marketing stuff too, like just kind of playing around, learning that, helping people with stuff like that. Um, not because I'm good at it, just cause I've been there for so long. It's like, yeah. I'm just like the old dude in the room. That's like, Oh, I'm back in my day on my space. We had to attach it to the front page. <laughs> you know, that's kind of, they just let me stay in the room. But, uh, one of the things that I've seen the change in is people don't, it's almost, it's not even that they don't require it. It's that they prefer things to be more authentic than highly produced. Mm -hmm. So back whenever I was starting mm -hmm. to make videos, I'm like, okay, I'll get this camera and get this camera. And I'm making like 4k videos and I'm like trying to make the best video I can and you'll upload them. And then you just upload a, you know, a 30 second TikTok saying, Hey, go here, click this, peace, bye. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it gets more views. And it's like, I think people care more about, are you, is this going to apply to me? Um, are you going to do it succinctly? Or are you going to like drag on and give me like a minute and a half promoting your yourself, which is like, I've got videos out there where I do that. I'm like, it took me a full minute to start talking about this. And they're like, subscribe, like, do this, share with your friend and call your mom, tell her click. Right. Uh, so it's like, now um, I'm just like, nah, I'll, I'll take a TikTok, export it, toss it on Instagram. That goes to Facebook, toss it on Twitter, chunk it on YouTube. Like I don't, I'm yeah. like, I'll give people content because quality, which we better quality. I mean, that's subjective. So it's like, I'm just going to put out good stuff. And if it resonates with you, great. If not cool. Peace. Yeah, no, I love that. I think that's a great, great way to think about that is to push out the the quantity versus the quality, because I think, yeah, you, you start to self edit in those moments too, where you're just like, oh, that wasn't good. I'll do it five more times. And it's like, all right, now we're like late for dinner. You know, I mean, yeah. like, right. Like to what, to what end do you want to produce? Right. That, that becomes a question. Yep. And it prevents me from creating more. And it's like, if, if I know, oh, I got to sit down, take out the card, upload it, go into final cut pro, edit it, add this, add this. I'm like, I'm not going to do it because it's like, it's like editing a wedding. I don't, I don't I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that right now. Like I'll, I'll put that off until the bride emails me and says, where's my wedding? <laughs> you know what I mean? Which I'm done with weddings. First time in like 12 years. Peace go. out weddings. Oh my goodness. Goodness gracious. Uh, that's great. I mean, they're great though. Weddings are great. Everybody get married or whatever. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. What, what, uh, so like, you know, you share so much tech stuff and I try to do that too, along with like funny stuff. I'm trying to, you know, share as much tech things as I kind of had like tech PDs. This is very new for me. I've never had a, listen, no Facebook, no Instagram, nothing. TikTok was my first like stab at it. You know what I'm saying? Like that was it. And this is now I'm doing this podcast and all this stuff. Like I feel like there's so many teachers out there in this time, in this moment that we can help. And I feel like you do that. Um, like what has that meant to you? And like, you know, like how, how do you feel you've affected like education in the community? Because I, I think you have, but can you just like reflect on that? Like, have you helped like, what do you think, how do you feel about what you've done and how you've helped teachers on these platforms? Well, first off, that may be the nicest thing anyone said to me in like a calendar year. So thank you very much. And you're not, you're I, not crying yet though. I, I, I legitimately am tearing up a little bit. <laughs> like, right, I'm not that. even kidding. <laughs> this eye that. is getting watery. I'm like blinking a lot. I'm like, yeah, man, yeah. It's, it's great. I like it. Thank you. We're getting there. We're only 17 minutes in. I know. And you we have Mark 35 Maron more questions. Don't worry. <laughs> so, so, um, you know, I don't, I mean, you look at it and you're like, obviously you want, you get into education because you want to make an impact on people. And it's like, you get into a classroom and you're teaching anywhere from 20 to 150 students. And then you upload some YouTube videos and you're like, Oh, cool. I helped a few thousand. And it's like, that's, that's really cool. I'm making an impact. And then you become a principal and you're like, I'm impacting teachers who are impacting students. Like you want to make an impact. And it's not like, so that you can go on a, you know, stand at the top of the platform and hold up a gold, you know, medal. It's yeah. like you do it because you want to help. That's why we got an education. Like if we wanted the gold medal, we'd invest in GameStop. Like we did this because <laughs> I'm kidding. Culturally relevant. <laughs> um, so no, we, uh, I, it, it feels good. And I'll be honest guys. Like I, I, I don't like it because it was a lot of work and not a lot of outcome. Making stuff that people actually see and use is so extremely encouraging and it's like, I made stuff for 
a decade that nobody cared about. Mm. And it's like, I had a couple math videos that go off, but then those kids graduate and they're like, they might come back five years later and be like, Hey, you helped me with geometry. Thanks. You know what I mean? But it's like mm. the fact that you get to actually like put out, Hey, here's a you know Google teacher cheat sheet and people use it and it helps them. And you get emails and they're like, Hey, I just want to say thank you. Or could you help me with this? And it's like, yes, like mm -hmm. I want to, that's why I do it is to help people. And so mm -hmm. it's just, it's, it's just, it's super encouraging to make stuff. Cause I made it for so long where nobody cared. And so making stuff where, you know, and sometimes I'll make resources and I'm like, Oh cool. I got eight clicks. Nobody, nobody needs that. <laughs> I'll stop making those. But then you get some that people use and it's just like, it's just really cool. And yeah. you know, you just, you have to, I personally, I've developed a short memory on stuff and I'm always thinking like, all right, what's the next thing? And I'll dwell on it because I've got my reps in on making stuff that nobody saw. And so it's just, it's just cool. And, and here's the thing too, you never know what you make that's going to come around to help later. Like 2019, I made like 300 plus uh, Google tutorial videos. You know, it's there every night, edit, make for a few hours, edit, toss them out, upload them. Nobody watched them. And I did it to build out like a, you know, a checklist for teachers for, tutorials for the level one educator exam. Nobody cared. Like I got it. I'm like, man, people could lose their minds. Nobody mm -hmm. lost any, all their minds were still intact. Everybody was fine. <laughs> and then pandemic hits, I reframe it and say, like, Hey, here's a Google teacher cheat sheet. And then people pop off and like it. And so it's like, it's just been extremely, extremely cool. And I'm sorry. I don't know if that answers the question or not, but I appreciate everything you said. And I love, I've gone to your website. I've watched your PDs. I actually saw y'all's first podcast because y'all were both TikToking it, I think, at the same time. Yeah. And so I'm like click, clicking over between y'all's TikToks. I'm like, okay, perspective, switch camera views. <laughs> so it was great. I, I love it. I love what you guys are doing and I love the impact you make on TikTok and 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 through through the show and everything that you're doing. I love it. Thanks, man. They, uh, you know, I was on Seesaw recently and I don't even post that much to Seesaw, like a little bit here and there, you know, and I, then I posted to the community. They had on there and I, I looked yesterday, it said, it has reached 10,000 students, your activities. And I don't really even post that much. It's like a little bit. It was like words their way, sheets with speaker boxes, me say, but just helpful for teachers, which is helpful for kids, you know? Yep, exactly. Yeah. Which is helpful I, for generations. I, you know, you bring up a good point with the the creating the content though, Tyler. And, and I think Seth Godin talks about this recently in, in his book, right? The Practice. And if you haven't gotten that one, I've read it. It's good. Highly recommended because what he talks about in there is like, you know, if you want to engage for the outcomes, you know, go ahead and, and have it. But if you really want to be in it for what it can bring um, you through the process, then focus on your practice. And I think that's what you said there is like, yeah, I'll, I'll keep posting. It's not like you stopped posting. You, you, you cared enough to say, I think I have something generous to give. Therefore, I'm going to give it. And if it impacts one, great. I'll think about that one. If it impacts 10x, I'll, you know, whatever the thing is. So I, I just think that's such a powerful message because uh, a lot of times, even myself, uh, who just started creating content, if you will, uh, last year, it, it, those, those moments of, of what, what Pressfield calls the resistance are the moments that get you right. You're like, ah, you know, I'm, I'm going to fight myself in the head about this one. I'm not really sure if I'm going to post it. Uh, I'll take it down. I'll, I'll keep it in drafts, whatever the thing is. And, and Godin and Pressfield both would say, no, push that because when you get that out of your head, more things will come to you. So how did you get yourself comfortable with that process and that practice too? Like, are you just, is it just the repetition of knowing that it can impact or was it, yielding different results for you personally where you're like, fine, I got that idea out of my head. Now I can focus on another one or this I'm seeing more. Like, was it that for you? I mean, kind of all of the above. Okay. I mean, I've, I, my, the internet's littered with failed websites I've created. <laughs> so it's like, I'll just make something and I'll push for it. And if it impacts people, people seem to like it or, or I just want to do it. I'll keep doing it. Like I did, it's like six years ago, I started doing a vlog and I did it and it was a lot of work and nobody watched it like at all. And then I quit doing it. And then I went back, you know, a couple of years later and I was like watching, I was like, I'm watching a day in my kid's life mm. in my life on like a Tuesday when I would have never remembered it. And so it's like, I think through that, like, what do I want to create that either can add value to my kids, other people's kids, other teachers. And so it's like, you know what, if it finds its place in the world, great. If not, maybe it will later. And that's the thing. Like whenever I, you know, I made hundreds of videos and, you know, I literally had some that had views 
you know, probably less than 10 views on some of those videos because, you know, I threw them up in bulk and by the way, never do that. It's a great way to lose a couple hundred subscribers. Um, don't, don't chunk out anything in bulk. Okay. Made that mistake a couple times. Um, and so I, uh, I would upload it and then, you know, you never know when it comes back around. So like whenever I made those teacher cheat sheets, I'm putting, you know, probably a couple hundred links on there and they're all my videos. They're all my stuff. And so mm. it had a second life and I didn't have to, Oh, I got to watch this video and make sure nobody says like a level one cuss word. You know, it's like, no, I know I didn't cuss. So I'm good. You know, I can send yeah. this out to teachers. And so it's That's cool because I get to use all my stuff. And some of it I never use and it's trash and nobody should ever see it, but yeah. you never know. But I, I also love that perspective too. Cause I think that was the push and the, the coaching that I got from my buddy, Adam was like, look, he's like, you're, you're only going to do this marathon thing once and your kids will see it and it'll live there. And yes, it's got four views because you reviewed some, you know, wonky Hoka Rincon sneakers or whatever. Like it doesn't matter. It just, just put it out there because, um, you know, it, it, your kids will come back to it or you'll come back to it. And I think that's just such a powerful, uh, search tool. So yeah, great. That's dope. How'd you do? Did you want, you won, right? <laughs> uh yes because i was the only person that ran that race that day um, so uh yes running running a marathon in, a, in, a, in the middle of a pandemic is an okay thing because you're the only one on the course and so i yeah i ran it in the neighborhood uh the baseball kids uh that i came out they came out to see me my wife you know texted a bunch of people and they were cheering me on on the roads it was it was pretty wild um i was looking forward to the experience of going back home to pittsburgh to run it but you know, it is what it is. And I, I trained for it. So I was like, I'm not giving this thing up. I'm doing it. <laughs> it's the only time I'm prepared right now. So yeah, that was that. This was right when I got on Instagram and TikTok, and I became friends with Brian on there. And I go, the, one of the first posts I saw was he, he showed his mileage of running a marathon. I go, this guy's crazy. He's running marathons for his workouts. <laughs> I was like, dang, that was just Monday. <laughs> My guy, Brian's mad cat, bro. That's, what is it? That's my guy, Justin, my guy, Fortnite. What is the thing? The TikTok? Yeah. Uh, he's like, my Justin mad something at Fortnite, my guy. I can't remember what it is. Yeah, that's, right. what you, that's what you are. You're that TikTok. <laughs> I only speaking TikToks now. My kids speaking TikTok. They don't even watch TikTok and they'll be yeah. like, oh no, oh no. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Like, I, you know, it's funny you say that because I can, I can tell what my kids, when they come into the room and they prompt with, so dad, I saw this and I know exactly what's coming up next. I saw this one TikTok. That's how the sentence ends. You know, and yeah. it's just like, that's how it goes. So I'm like, all right. Yeah. They go, it's how you flip a grilled cheese. Right. Oh yeah. They go, I see, I saw that TikTok. I go, you're not on TikTok. They're like, but I'm on YouTube. <laughs> I'm hey. like, there you go. I'm that's like, right. Oh, right ahead of it. YouTube shorts is what they're calling them. Hashtag yeah. YouTube shorts in the, in the description. Yeah. yeah. I heard a very good uh, recommendation on Clubhouse about uh, a guy says, for a lot of your shorts, you should open up a different um, YouTube channel, like a, a second YouTube channel, and just put all of your shorts there um, and let them live there. I was like, that's a pretty cool little idea. I was like, I can get into that. Um, maybe in time. I feel like, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I want to hear what you have to say. I, I feel like TikTok, like education and like uh, technology was like popping in the first like some like semester up until Christmas and then it has died. There's been like nothing new and like yep. every, everybody shared so much and collaborated. And like, I mean, you're picking up little things, but I remember there, I was picking up like multiple things a day. I was like, Oh my gosh, like this is amazing. And now it's kind of like, I don't know if like, I don't know. Everybody's just kind of settled down with everything. I don't yeah. know. I don't either. I hope they come back though. I know. Right? Yeah. So Tyler, Tyler, when it comes to thinking back on your, your teaching, uh, you know, at, at that secondary level, obviously the relationships are different than, you know, the K five world that I walk in now and things like that. I mean, do you have like one story that kind of sticks out? Like a kid comes back and that, that sort of moment where you're like, yep, that's my impact. Like that story of, you know, me working with Andrew and, you know, here, here's the deal. Um, curious to hear if you, you have that, that kind of story and, and what it was or a time when you felt that uh, something really landed with one of your students that way. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've got a, there, there's a few that stick out. Um, if I'm going to summarize just like one or two though, there was, there was one young lady I had and she just, she came in and she, she was where, like, I remember she came to class like twice in a semester, like only showed up twice. 
And both times she's wearing like this furry white robe. She looked like a like a rabbit that grew up but didn't shower. Mm-hmm. And and just like she just didn't care. She was always mad about anything. And I'm like, here's your makeup work. And she looked at me like she didn't like me. And you know, she just apparently was making some decisions and working through that outside of school. And you know, I was just patient with her and I was like, Well, I mean, this is where we're gonna go and this is how I can help you get it. And she just didn't show up. Well, then she popped up at that school that you know I was uh, that I worked at one time a year. And she just turned it around. Like I just kept encouraging her. I showed her the parts of math where she was doing well and kind of almost made her like an unofficial teacher's aide. I was like, Hey, can you help? Mm. Like you get this, can you teach it to this kid? And that's the thing I found like these young people who maybe are the leaders for bad decisions. If you empower them and encourage them and try to give them an Avenue where they can be leaders for good decisions, leaders, a leader, you know what I mean? Like they're going to try to like lead people. And so I would just, do my best and try to encourage her. And obviously she did all the work. You know, she's the one that turned her life around and made a good decision. But I remember I got to give her an award her senior year. And it's like mm. in two years, she went from, you know, a less than 10 points in the class, you know, a, a F minus, minus, minus to mm. like dominating. And it was just, it's mm. super encouraging uh, to see yeah. a young person turn it around like that. And so, I mean, I told her, I was like, Hey, I was like, I don't get to hire people at this school because I was, I was still a teacher. And I was like, I don't get to hire people, but I could. I'd hire you. You're great. Like, wow. you work hard and everybody loves you in the class. You're a fantastic kid. So it was cool. Yeah. You, focused another, on, go ahead. Uh, you focused on the part she's doing well. That's what I heard yeah. you say. Is like yeah. you didn't bring up any of the, that other stuff or what she had done that might not mm-hmm. work, you know, what not she's not good at she brought up what she's doing well and that is encouraging yeah that was fun it was it was pretty cool it was pretty cool that's awesome yeah i mean i'm just changing lives no big deal that's just like I'm just, <laughs> you know i'm just uh every kid i impact really just kind of like they always remember me because of the huge impact i make on their life it's yeah just, it's no big deal it's just like i'm a life changer as well right well you know it, it's funny you, it's funny you say that because i think you know i work with a lot of uh early career teachers. And I I love to ask that question because, you know, for some of our early career teachers, you know, just based on the time timeline alone and experience alone, like they just haven't felt that thing. I I had a sixth grader who I mentioned in one of the podcasts that came back and she went ahead and um, invited one teacher from every uh, timeline in her life. So I was the K eight representative. Then she had a nine twelve representative. Then she had an undergrad teacher there and a grad teacher there. And I was like, that was first of all, the most amazing sort of setup that you can do for a graduation party. And, um, but I remember just how impactful that was to get that email. And I'm like, Oh my God. And she mentioned like the one time that we had a conversation about like how I said there was more in there and that I, I expected more. And I'm like, that I mean, of course nothing in math nothing in science it was the relationships it was the impact it was all of those things you talked about and i just feel like you know for early career teachers just letting them know that you're not sure when it's going to happen right like you you can't but it's going to happen if you go in with that right mindset like andrew said like that idea of building relationships and really focusing your energy there um yeah you're going to have success early and they remember the way you made them feel that's that's what they remember. It's not it's not that lesson. It's not. I mean, it could be that talk, but it's they just don't remember it. They'll remember how you made them feel in that moment, mm-hmm. and that you made them feel safe, and that they were valued. And like Tyler said, they're a leader, and and you just recognize that, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. They don't ever remember Pythagorean theorem. I can I can guarantee that. I I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm bad. teaching third grade multiplication over here. We don't go past times or 10 times 10 tables over here. So yeah, next exactly. year they'll get to quadratic formulas. I went, That's right. I went from first to third grade and I was like, whoa. Yeah. Big, big jump. Third grade don't play. Third grade's whenever it's like, all right, you thought this was fun? This ain't, you know, Wonderland daycare. This is school. <laughs> Welcome to the Thunderdome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Too funny. Um, I want to do this lightning round. I love this lightning okay. round. I added one too. Did you? I uh, did. All right. Well, do you want, do you, should we, pa- should we pause on the, the lightning round? I have one. Let's go one more question. Then let's fire off. You fire the lightning round. We'll go back and forth on that. Can, okay. can we ask one more question? 
one more. Yes. We leave the audience. Oh, like, oh, I, oh, I've, been, wow. I've been looking at the lightning round and I'm like, Oh my yeah. gosh, these are so good. The, 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 um, yeah, those are good. Those are good. Well, here's the thing. I want to leave the audience in a little bit of suspense, right? Like, um, as my kid comes in here with a hockey stick shooting hockey in the basement, but it's okay. Um, I, everything's I come down here. Yeah. Everything's like be, a miracle. It's going to be fine. It's mine be wandered fine. in a second ago and I gave him the no, thank you. And they just put the dog under me. So they're, we're good. Yeah. Yeah. He's standing right to my left here. So I'm just gonna, um, all right. So, um, the one thing with your content, because I think I think this is a, a, a pretty important piece that I don't want to leave our audience about because people need to know that you can go to the Tarver Academy. You can check Tyler's um, YouTube channel out. He is offering amazing PD offerings this summer. Like just here's the thing. Be the person on campus that's going to take that information and just share it and like BCC everybody on campus. Like it's as simple as that. Like, hey, I'll be happy to do this poolside with all of you, you know, like whatever the thing is this summer, like just get after it that way. Because I think let it be somebody else's voice, like enjoy the PD and it'll be engaging and just take it in. But when you think through setting up something like your Institute or your, your, your summer, your summer work or these YouTube videos that you're seeing, how do you think through the challenges? Cause you're obviously thinking through like, what do teachers need? Like, how do you shift that perspective when, you know, are you, are you just like looking through what's being asked? Are you canvassing your, your comments? Are there things that you're glossing over? You're like, Oh, that was minor, but I guess I got to go back for that. Like, how does that work for you when you create that content or that PD? That's a, that's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah. How much is left on my quota? I had, you said for the contract was I had to do it eight times. I think I've got four. Okay. I'll, I'll start yes, double yes. Yeah, right. Um, so it's, it's a combination of all that. Uh, what are, where do I see people going? You know, I started out teaching iTunes U at conferences when I first started speaking and I realized the rooms, people just weren't using it. Like they thought it was neat, but they weren't using it. You know, you need this, this or this to use it. Um, and so honestly, how I've been doing it is I've, and again, this is, it's work sometimes. It's not work sometimes. You've seen, we've all seen that scale where it's like, um, it goes from like late adopters all the way to early adopters. And most people yes. are in that middle hump, but then you got like mm -hmm. one sixth of people are in the early adopter stage. Um, you know, just because I'm, I'm very culturally aware and I'm on the internet a lot, I kind of can see what's coming a lot. Mm -hmm. um, or, and again, it doesn't always hit, but most of the time I've, I've heard of it before some of that stuff happens. You know, I know before it's cool. Um, <laughs> sorry. I just feel like a weird hipster from the late nineties <laughs> when I do that. Um, so, so whenever, uh, Whenever I'm doing something and I find it like, oh, this is this is good or this can save me time. That's yeah. where I try to lean into it. So I always try to run everything through the funnel of efficiency. Like, how can I save you time either by teaching this skill for 30 minutes? That's going to save you an hour a week the rest of your career. Or if I just build this resource for you that you wouldn't you could use. You don't have to have, but it's going to help you if you do it. And so that's what I always try to do is like what is going to have the most impact for them with the least amount of work. Mm. And so there's some things I'm like, like there's some sessions I'm doing this summer and I, I could, I could turn on and do them right now. There's others that are going to take me some time to prep and get ready for. But it's like, I think if a teacher or two grabs this, it's going to have a very deep impact in what they want to do in their class and how they want to approach things uh, versus, you know, somebody that like, Oh, that was cool. You hear it at a PD and then you never use it because you forget it or you don't write it down. And I'm like, no, if I could just give yeah. them this key, and they'll just walk in the door. It's, it's all going to happen. They're going to see it and see the benefits. So it's like, that's it. I don't think I answered your question very well. I'd give myself like a C minus on that <laughs> question. I'll do better in the lightning round. I'm very good off the top of the dome. By that, I mean, there's no telling what I'm going to say. <laughs> no, I, I like what you said there. I think it's really important because what you're, what you're describing is like you're creating tools that have utility. And the other thing that I love about your videos and your content that has always resonated with me is like, if I go ahead and download that thing or, or, you know, you force a lot of copies with some of the Google products. It's like, when you force that copy, it's like, you encourage me. I feel like I'm like, yes, you're putting me on this path. You're like, here it is. Here's the idea. Now yeah. make it your own. And I'm like, yeah. all right, I needed that. And I hear this like little Tyler voice in my head. When I go back to campus, I'm like, make it your own, Brian, they yeah. will come. And I'm like, no, <laughs> like no one's coming. It's, it's not field of dreams, but oh, you know yes, what I mean? You're Sheila's, Joe. you're Sheila's Joe in this. You never <laughs> age. My man's 25. 
<laughs> yes, I am not 25, but yeah, yeah, you're, you're, you're right. Uh, but I, but I think that's what you, what you're describing and some of your tools you put out is like, look, make it your own. I change the, the, the fields that are here. Like these are just guides to get you going. Um, but here's the framework. So, yeah. And I even think you look on, you know, your website, when you have all that Google stuff, I mean, you just understand how intense Google is and how valuable of a tool it is and how teachers can just get lost with it. You know, they're like, and, and I, I just went on your website just to relook at it because it is intense and it is awesome. And I direct teachers to it all the time. Because some there's a lot of Google questions, and I'm like, boom, this go here and get it. it answered. Yeah, yeah, this is it right here. You want to find out about Google Calendar? There's 20 videos right there. He's got you. Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate sure. you. Commission checks in the mail. No got doubt. You. <laughs> I'm gonna commission you, bro. Some someone said something about 10,000 before we started. I'm just throwing that out there. You know, 10,000. <laughs> I gotta get. We gotta get some questions for Tyler. Is anybody? Yeah, we'll see if I don't think anybody's piping in watching on my YouTube channel with 113 people. Um, but <laughs> uh, yeah, if, if we find another way, I'd love to have you back too. That's the other thing. Like we'll find a way to get you back uh, here so we can do something maybe a little bit more like targeted, like uh, a top 10 list or something like that, you know, like top 10 things that we can push out the teachers right away. That sort of thing. I'm going to, I'm getting, I'm definitely, okay. I'm going to say it on here. So you guys are obligated. I'm going to try to get you guys on the TikTok teacher conference. So that's a conference I'm doing this summer. So you can go ahead and bet I'm going to be emailing you and not just, hey, I missed the meeting because I don't know the time zones, how they work. So it's like, <laughs> I wish there was, a, if only there was a, a video showing me how to search Google to say how to do time zones. Maybe I should just, that video. You just type in EST. Yeah, right. I got you. Yeah. Um, no, that's good. It's on your phone, by the way. Um, I'm the worst. <laughs> All right, Andrew, are you going to kick us off on the lightning round? Yes. Let's do this. Let's, let's do it. And I added one. And this is. I saw that. It's a great question. Wait, I have a question wait, before we get started, because I'm, I'm in education, so I definitely don't want to fail this test. Here's my question Do you want me to answer fast? Or, like, am I allowed to elaborate? Or does that have to be like one word? Damn. Can I elaborate a little bit? All right. Yeah. Let's think about the rules of this, Andrew. Yeah. Um, we've never done a lightning round before. Uh, so. All right. I'm so scared. So excited. I love lightning Andrew, rounds. Andrew, one Harry more. Potter. One rule that I would like to have in the lightning round would be um, the answers should be in the form of a tweet type of a type of a response. Like I like that. Right. 140 characters, but I'm, I'm going to allow you to add one tweet to the original tweet. Subtweet. I can tag a it. Attach to tweet. tweet. Yep. Got you, fam. Yeah. I got so you. there you go. What do you, okay. what do you have as a rule, Andrew? Anything there? No, I think that's great. All right, let's do this. I, th I think tweet format's perfect. All right, I'll start with I'll start Click with for part two. Sorry, I had to say it. TikTok. Like for part two. You don't have to like to watch part two. Just click over. It'll show you the recent. You go to the one after. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I see part two. I'm like, nope, nope. Don't have time for that. Nope. I report them as inappropriate. I say they're spam. <laughs> I do that to my friends when they're mean to me or send me a gif I don't like. I report them as spam. Try to get their account blocked. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Lightning round. Let's I, do this. Go to snack you couldn't live with without as a teacher. So it was like in your drawer. This is the, your go to snack. You got to have it. Okay. So I'm going to go, doesn't count, but I'm going to say coffee. That's like, I'll, I'll go liquid all day. But if you're like, no, there's not a snack. It is if you don't take it out of your room in a while. It's that cup that's sitting in the back you don't want to look at. It's a snack now. Um, looking <laughs> like a snack. This is okay. That's the second tweet. Third tweet. Sorry, breaking the rules. Whatever's laying around, and I'm going to tell you guys, I've never told anybody out loud. Okay, I'm sorry. Now we've clicked in the bio of our Twitter, and now we're going to a YouTube video. <laughs> this is I will eat whatever's laying around, and if I'm like, ah, that might have germs on it, or I don't know how long it's been there, I think to myself, what if you were on a deserted island? You would eat it. You would drink it. There's an open cup at a bar. I don't know. I'm thirsty. Let's see what happens. You know what I mean? I never get sick. There you go. Is all I'm saying. There you Both go. Them immunities is gross, but it's also true. Go ahead. So you're Black grazing all you're grazing all day long. I love it. All day. All right, all right. Brian, you go. Next question. All right. This is a good one because you're you're at your workstation, I would imagine. Um, three items in your workstation that are must-haves. Like if somebody moved them, you're like, I'm I'm in panic mode. Oh, good question. And a laptop doesn't count because that's how everything works. So I won't say that one. Um, I'm going to go, 
I'm gonna go. Okay, Ember mug. Y'all use Ember mugs. They're, they're freaking awesome. I'm sorry I said freaking, but they are. They're incredible. Because I'll forget that I have coffee for like an hour, and I'm like, oh, guess what? It's too hot. Um, <laughs> I used to use a Michael Hyatt planner, and now I just switched back to a like this is a grid paper planner. So yeah. I have something I can write and do checklists. I always have a checklist. And third um, is here we go. Third has to be my John ja Morant rookie card. And uh, that's that's a half to. It's a graded 10. No big deal. Bought it yesterday. I'm sorry. I'm just still really excited about it. It's not a half to, but I would be upset if I lost it. So Yeah, you would notice. I thought you were going to pull out the Ken Griffey Jr. card from the back there. I do have. I've got multiple of those, but they told me that they're not worth that much. So I said, yeah, well, you're not worth that much, card guy. <laughs> that's on you. I actually did get a – I can't take it down, but I bought yesterday a Kobe Bryant – 1996 uh starting lineup you know where they're posed yeah. and it's like in the box clean um so i'm really excited about that i might be getting into cards i'm sorry this you didn't ask for that but i yeah. i brought it and i'm so are you sorry. following are you following gary v's uh recent information on like what he's spotting up as far as cards and, and things like no, that? no i just i love gary v You've been watching him for years don't watch him nobody can watch him though because he cusses so you don't watch him but if you're okay with that you should and I love him. I'm following for marketing. I, he's fantastic. And I usually skip over him because I, I like cars, but I never got into it. But this week, I've kind of like this the spark in my heart is back. And so it's Hi. like I might be I just I literally have a Gary Vee ball card video on my computer that I plan on watching tonight while I work on stuff. Back in the card game. Back in it. Is it good? You, you, you recommend? Has he got a recent video I need to check out? Uh, no, I just think he has some just great insights as to like, you know, what like I mean, I've got. I've got a collection too that I've just got to dig out and just work through myself. But um, he just had so many, like he's, I mean, he's going back and talking about Pokemon from, you know, the original, like, like how much people are paying for some of those cards. And it's just an interesting uh, perspective when you, when you think about it, because, you know, I'm sitting on some strange cards, you know, I've got all those, you know, Michael Jordan, when he went to play for the white Sox, and I've got, you know, I, I I'm sitting on some inventory. I just got to figure out where it is and what I have. I, I awesome. got, I got an original Charizard somewhere. Yeah, see, that's you know how much that's those worth. Are, that's worth like twenty thousand, dude. Uh, maybe more than that, bro. Oh like, my I know, gosh, this okay. Hold on. All right, they got to be graded ten, so you got to go get it graded. It's about thirty-five yeah. to fifty bucks. If you get it up to a ten, it's like it cranks up in value. So, um, so my story is it's somewhere, and my parents supposedly sold it, and they were like, "Oh yeah, we we sold it," and when I was little, and I was like, "Oh man, that stinks." And then I asked them about it. They're like, no, we didn't sell it. I'm like, you didn't. Let's find out where it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You need to, there's a few different versions. You need to check and see what it is. It's, I mean, they range from a few hundred to multiple thousands. So yeah, that's great. Congratulations. Yeah, this is a, uh, this podcast sponsored by Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon and Gary V. We'll get, we'll get Gary V on. Uh, you know what we'll do? We'll keep working. That'll be my thing. On the, well, that'll be the thing on this channel. We'll, we'll work all the way up till we get Gary V on here, and we open some sort of charter school around the the content with Gary V. I don't with know. That'll entrepreneurs. Be He'd be down for it. He doesn't like education, but he would be down for it as long as we were like, we'll do practical skills, Gary. Yeah, exactly. Like we all right, the best tech department. Ever. Yeah, Every right. We have a dope tech department. You'd have kindergartners sharing Google Forms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all i've ever wanted that's all i've ever wanted all right so next next one next one we, we did a youtube video there so next one one thing you need to be doing more of in your life and your teaching whatever i need to be editing <laughs> i got i got a lot of videos i need to edit that's that's it and that's editing so time consuming and it's just it's fine it's whatever i don't mind it but also if you're editing you're working on the thing you just did not the next thing you're doing so it's just, it's, it's just, mm. I need to be editing. Need more time. Need more time. Can I have more time? Because then I can do whatever I want. Deal. Done. Here's Look the 25th it. hour. <laughs> there you go. All right. Next question then. Um, what is one thing you need to eliminate? Emails. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I, I love emails because that's how I connect with people. But also it's like, if I'm going to check them, I've got to block out three hours to just get through and respond and do what I need to do. So I don't know. I've read a lot of productivity books recently because I'm trying to get better at that. And it's just like, I just got to have a segment of time where I do it and you get to what you get. You don't throw a fit. It's so funny you say that because that's uh, that's been a big thing 
as I've turned the the corner in the to this year is really batching that email and putting it on my Google Calendar. So it says like email batching or whatever. And I just and it might only be 10 minutes in between like sessions with colleagues or whatever. But then I sit down and I know my exact focus for that 10 minutes is to respond, um, put in a folder or delete uh, that that email, you know, and I think it's it's just something that has to be done, like you said. Yep. All right, so I'm going to the one that I made up. You can end with the artifact one. Okay, so here's this one, and I, this is one that's been blowing my mind. So I want to talk to somebody about this. It didn't, this one didn't belong in the learning portion of our lesson plan of questions, but it definitely is a lightning round question. Okay, so Apple and Google combine forces. And like, what is your take on that? The two powerhouses, Apple and Google somehow come together and create this amazing thing. What do you think? Hey, get out of here. Okay, my, so. My guy's sorry, I, around the corner listen, too. He's over here. Listen, guys, I, I don't bribe kids, but I got three Kit Kats upstairs and I'm like, <laughs> I'm in front of them. I'm like, it's all yours. You stay yeah. up there. You got it. That might be a good like over under betting thing. It was like, who's going to have a kid pop up in their video first. Ah, um, you it's win. usually me and it's usually him. Um, oh. And so I, uh, okay. So what would happen? Essentially Google and Apple, would they go together or like, what would it look like if they did? What, like, what are you, what's your take on that? Google and Apple come together to do some kind of education, hmm. something. I mean, whatever you have in Google, okay. Apple's missing the Google portion and Google's missing the Apple portion. You're, you're, you're right. So here's, here's my take on it. Okay. So I'm, and this is another, just me trying to brag about myself. Cause it's all about me and I'm the only <laughs> thing that matters. Blah. Okay. Sorry. That's my wife tells me I say, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. She likes me. I think. Uh, so, um, so I'm, I'm a, a Google trainer and innovator. So that's the education side for Google. And then I'm also what they call an Apple distinguished educator. Mm -hmm. And so the, every two years, they let some people come in and be a part of that. And so it's like in the same year in 2019, I got to go to the Innovator Academy for a few days. And then I got to go to the ADE Academy for a few days. So it's like within a month, a few weeks of each other, I got to see like, what is the culture? What do they push? Where are they going with education? And it's like, it's like Google figured out how to kind of like sneak in the room. And then you look around, you're like, oh, wow, every we all use Google. Yeah, because it's free. And then, which is smart, because in 15 years, where are all these students going to be? Running jobs. And they're going to be telling people, like, just use Google, it's easier. So Microsoft better watch out, because Google is about to be the one that businesses use, because yeah. the guy's going to be like, yeah, just make the spreadsheet. And they're like, well, I'll share it with you. So Google figured out how to get in the room and make themselves necessary. Apple, which, you know, Google's got the software side. Apple's got the hardware side. So yeah. Apple's more about, look at what we can do. And so, I mean, I have schools all the time. I'll talk to them and I'm, they're asking me like, what should we do about one-to-one -one devices? Do we Apple? You know, we, I've done one-to-one -one with Apple, iPads, MacBooks, and I've done Chromebooks. I was like, well, what do you want to do? If you want to create, Apple's hard to beat because that's Apple's thing is they want the individual, it's creativity. And Chromebook, it's more like, bam, mass access to the internet. Okay. And then it's like add-ons and all that other stuff. If they could figure out like how to stop being stingy and trying to defeat each other and yeah. you know, synergy, if they could do that and work out something to where these Apple creation products integrate with the YouTube, the, all the drive products, everything that Google does, and then they mesh easily and well, and then cross promote like, like it, Microsoft would be like something, it'd be a radio shack. You know what I mean? Like mm. once they start, if they can figure out how to work together, they both have that, that it factor yeah. that people love. And, you know, Apple's just gotten back and leaned into education over the past few years and making their push. And I think honestly, those, you know, the iPads with the keyboards and the pencils, that's the way to go. Cause it's, you don't have to do everything. And that's the thing I tell people, like you don't have to learn every tech program. That's, I don't know everything about even Google. And that's what I know the most about. You don't have to know everything, but the things you do know and do need to use it for, you should be good at and have the tools to do that. And so I think you put those two together, man. I mean, yeah, let's, let's do it. I say we get a meeting. We'll call Tim Cook. We'll call John Google. I don't know who runs Google. <laughs> <laughs> He's watching. They're watching this podcast yeah. right now. And yeah, they're yeah. like, oh my gosh. They're the I'll, one person on my YouTube channel right now watching it. Yeah. So I, I will. 
I will tell you though, I really appreciate whenever you know so much about Google and whenever you pop on a TikTok and you're like, man, I just, I didn't know this. The teacher just, just showed me this and I didn't know it. And I got to share it with you because it's just, it's awesome. So you're just like a lifelong learner and very humble about like, like the content you make and your craft. It's very nice to see. It's one of the yeah. benefits of making a lot of stuff nobody watched for a long time. <laughs> it's like I never <laughs> think anything I do is worth watching because nobody watched. But I appreciate it. Yeah, one of my favorite things that TikToks I ever made was I did a tutorial on how to like freeze rows and columns. And then a dude, oh, what is it? I know his name. I can't remember his name. I, I know him, but he he's a TikToker. And he he made one saying, hey, it's like a stitch. And then he said, hey, you can just click and drag this. And I'm like, I literally made a duet where I ran in and I was oh, like, I, telling that one. Yeah. I was yeah. like, I don't, I, I don't, you don't know what you don't know. I was a Google trainer before I knew how to pin tabs. I just, I always tell teachers, I was like, you don't know what you don't know. It just right. means that you haven't needed to learn it or you haven't ran across it yet. So right. it's like, like, I don't know. Just don't be arrogant. That's what I tell those people. I was like, stop being so arrogant. Right. I mean, I can be because you know, whatever I want to brag about at the moment, but everything else don't be. I'm kidding. Thank you, though. That was very nice. That's so funny. <laughs> um, so before we end with our final question here, uh, and this is this will be the closing. So you answered you answered the exit ticket round. Well done, my friend. That we was call this the John Smoltz solid closer. Yeah, right closer. Really nice job with uh, the lightning round. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> that was really great. Um, so where so seriously i mean because the, the one thing that you're really good at too is like getting back to your tribe and your people like me being one of them and andrew also like where we 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 reached out to you man like we just said hey look we got this thing obviously you know we like each other's content and things like that but like <clears throat> where can people find you where do you direct them to first um what do they need to know in order to track down tyler's content thanks man yeah <laughs> First thing is subscribe to this wherever you're watching it. Uh, there you go. No, I, uh, you know, I'm on pretty much every social media. Um, I'm the worst. I'm, I say the worst. I put the least emphasis on Facebook. So if you go there, you're probably going to just, I don't know, see pictures of my kids or whatever. Um, but I mean, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, you know, those are the subscribe ones. If you want to make sure, cause I do like email out, um, resources. So Tarver Academy, if you're like, Hey, we need something. Tarveracademy.com has pretty much, that's where I kind of put as my hub, you know, but people don't visit websites just for fun. Like, oh, I want to go visit that Tarver Academy website, you know, but I have an email list on there, tarveracademy.com slash emails. I don't know, whatever. Just yell my name really loud. I'll probably hear you. I'll come over there. <laughs> see what, what can I help you with? No, the, the newsletter is really important to sign up for because um, it is not only informative, but <clears throat> I mean, as a subscriber myself, it's informative. You get that piece of information that you might need that kind of, you know, it, it's weird because like sometimes it could just be that thing you need for the week. And you're like, Oh, I've got a thing this week. I've got to focus and I can send this out to like other colleagues and really impact them too. So yes, sign up for the newsletter. Um, and then yeah, that's the Tarver Academy newsletter, correct? Yes, sir. That's, that's what that one's uh, dubbed as. And then, um, and they're funny too. I think you put a nice, uh, you put a couple of nice, uh, memes in there sometimes. And I mean, they're, Thanks. they're, it makes your day. It's really good. I'll give um, me a few unsubs, so it's cool. Yeah, right. <laughs> that could actually be a good thing, depending on how how high that that mail meter goes. But um, and then the last question we have for you um is if you could leave just one note on a post-it note, you only get this much room in uh every teacher's classroom. What would you? What would it be? What would you write on that note? I would say um, never stop learning. Hmm. Nice. That's it, man. That's solid. Sorry, solid. look, I see. I kept that at a tweet. I didn't turn it into a YouTube. It's not a documentary on Netflix. I kept it's, it as a tweet. It's possible you were using this marker for that. I mean, you, you didn't need that much room. Do it. Show me the nope. Show me the flip. You did it. Okay. Show me the flip. Let's see if it's to see how many takes it is. Yeah. Go. I mean, I, I wish I could say I look. I wish I could say that it was as many takes as you think it is. It's just not. I mean, it's 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 pretty much. There's there. I missed one. There you go. See, I'm human. I mean, it's pretty much all day. Um, yeah. So I, the, the real question is how long does it take you to make a TikTok if you're missing all those flips? What if you're having a bad day, bro? Just like, yes, yeah, sometimes I'm just like throwing them at the screen and just whatever. Right. Like that way. Yeah. You finally get the perfect flip and then you, you fumble your words and you got to reshoot it. 
Somebody somebody asked me, they're like, can you just please make a Follies kind of like, you know, pen flip one? I'm like, sure. I was like, but I got to be honest with you. I really enjoy it. I really enjoy <laughs> them and finding them and they're all over the place. The dog will come down and chew them. So yeah, that's all we have. That's good. Andrew, you want to take us out? Yeah, guys, um, this is, and again, this is what we're all about. Just learning from each other. This is why we made this podcast. If you find value here, uh, you can subscribe and, and join us and kind of check us out. And Tyler, thank you so much. We're, we appreciate ha having you, man. Great. I appreciate you guys for having me. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much, Tyler. Uh, is, is there any way, uh, I just want to get a, a firm commitment now, uh, you would come back onto the podcast and maybe do another session with us. Absolutely. As long as there's a Zoom, it was like a Google calendar invite. So I know how time zones work. So Perfect. there you go. All right, my friend. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Everybody who's watching. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for making it to the end of the episode. If you like the content and the value that you're finding here with the People Who Teach podcast, please consider subscribing and sharing it with any colleague that you feel could benefit from this. Uh, we hope to bring on more guests like Tyler in the future. And for more information about Tyler, you can check out the show notes for this episode. And I highly encourage you to share with your colleagues all of the offerings that Tyler has, both on his YouTube channel, his Instagram page, his TikTok feed, you name it. Tyler is just about everywhere. And there is so much for all of us to learn uh, alongside Tyler. So we appreciate Tyler for being here. More about Tyler in the show notes. And thank you all for being here for this episode. We greatly appreciate your support. All right, until next time, keep showing up.